All right, everyone. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Limitless with Nadia. Today, we have a very special guest, Miss Sabrina Ann, who I have been following on TikTok for the longest time. Hello, Sabrina. Hello, Queen Nadia. How are you? <laughs> like, honored to be here. Oh my gosh. One of my TikTok besties. This is so fun. That's literally how I thought of it when I was wanting to bring you on is like, that's my TikTok bestie. That's OG. We have not had one conversation for real ever, OG. but like, <laughs> but like the connection is there. We've been following each other for a long time. Um, and for those of you who don't know Sabrina Ann, Sabrina, tell us a little bit about what you do in terms of um, being a content creator. What I really do, I use, I actually started in UGC content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, as I kind of like weaved through the industry, I realized I didn't love that and just kind of went into like managing social medias and media outlets for influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, and now just brand myself as a content creator and content specialist. And so um, I just help honestly influencers and brands optimize their content. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay, cool. So that's kind of what you're primarily doing these days. Yeah, primarily doing these days. Got out of okay. UGC. I mean, I still love a little bit of it, but <laughs> okay. more so the managing, kind of more kind of like you, coaching influencers. To okay, like account, consulting a little bit? Consulting a little, yeah, like okay. called type of thing. So okay. yeah, Amazing. it's been great. I know you also give a lot of really great tips on your TikTok for content creation, going viral, strategy. Tell me a little bit about that. Right, oh my gosh, that actually started out like, kind of funny, fake it till you make it. Um, I recently quit a nine to five and I was like, I've got all these tips that I could share. Um, and I would love to find more clients. Like I just felt like I could help more people. So I originally just started sharing tips. Um, and I felt like I had like an innate, like sense of like the TikTok world and like industry. And so that's really kind of where I popped off because I really just like felt like I innately understood it. Um, so it was so much fun. And then right when I started popping off, I started getting clients and it's just kind of rolled from there. I love it. Oh my God, that is so cool. And I love when it happens that way where it's like you don't really plan it. It all just kind of comes together because you're just doing the things that you like. Um, the kind of crazy. Yes, I love that. Um, and I'll tell you guys, so today is going to be a little bit of a different ep- type of episode. We are basically going to do kind of a coaching call with Sabrina and kind of get to know a little bit of her goals and limiting beliefs so that we can work through those and see how that does. This is what I live for. Like, this is why I do coaching is because I love having these kinds of conversations and really like digging deep to figure out what's going on so we can help you become even more magnetic and make things happen. One thing I do want to ask you is, do you know your human design type by chance? I actually do not. I oh my God, I have to calculate your, yeah, because I use that a lot with, um, with like coaching. Like human design is just such an important piece of like unlocking your manifestation potential. So I'm going to pull up your chart really quick. Okay, so I have calculated Sabrina's human design map and she is a manifesting generator with emotional intuition. It doesn't shock me at all with the manifesting generator piece (laughs) because I tend to notice with manifesting generators, it's like, first of all, career is never linear. Like it's always doing a bunch of different things and trying a bunch of things out based on what feels right. Um, So that lines up and then the whole 
being really good at something innately without having to like try or study specifically when it comes to like social media and strategies for you know creating a really good video that is also very textbook manifesting generator like you just have something so special that you're so good at and it's like completely natural for you so let's talk a little bit about your biggest goals or kind of like the biggest things that you want to accomplish that you feel like you have the most resistance towards right now well one of the things that I've mentioned previously um, is just making um, enough money. So like, I feel like I have like a dollar amount in my head and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could ever make that much money. Like how can I, with like whatever niche that I'm in, Mm -hmm. make X amount. Um, And I really struggle with like, um, I, I heard they call it like survival mode. Yes. And I struggle with that like mode. Like I'm like, oh, I have enough for like how I'm living, but like I want more. But right. like I, I like kind of like get comfortable in this like, well, I have enough type of thing. Okay. Like I can survive on this much. Okay. I hate that twisted part of my brain, but um, it's hard to clean out. But that's like definitely one of the goals. Like I feel like six figures obviously is like a huge goal. Mm-hmm. Um, after like all of the payments um, and taxes and things, I feel like that's a huge goal. And then another huge goal is to be able to just take summer trips. I know that like sounds silly, but, um, I come from a family where we did like a little summer trip, but then Mm -hmm. like kind of things got a little tricky, Mm -hmm. um, money wise. So we kind of stopped them. And I just remember being like jealous of all the kids, kind of like a weird inner child thing. Um, but like, I want enough money to like, not have to say no to my kids where they not. I do want to be a mom. So I feel like that's where like, I get like the six figure, like the, the type of money, like I want enough money to like go around, come around and just like support myself and my family. Okay. So what it sounds like is you're at this place right now where you're making X amount of money, but you know you want to be making more, but somehow the idea of making the amount that's in your head just feels a little bit impossible because you're just like, mm, with what I'm doing, like, is that actually, like, could that actually yes, happen? Yes, like, could that ever, yeah, come okay. to me. When you think of that, what is the dollar amount that happens in your head, whether it's a monthly income or a yearly, like, what's the number that keeps coming back? Um, I feel like the the number that does keep coming back is, like, 300,000 weirdly a year I don't even know like I yeah like a year okay so like I would love but like that feels like so much like I'm like whoa like okay so 300k a year feels really far away from you yes what is it about that that feels so far away like what thoughts go through your mind when you're thinking about 300k um oh my gosh I don't know. That's a good See, it's funny it's because question. some people don't even bother asking the question, but really like, let's dig deep. What yeah. is the, the hell hesitation around 300K for you? I feel like, I don't know. It just feels so far away. Like, I feel like I see people that maybe do make that type of money or I at least like think that they make that type of money. And I'm like, I'm not doing the things that they're doing or like, am I question the things that they're doing compared to what I'm doing? I'm like, okay, did I wake up early enough? Like, did she wake up? I feel like I have a weird like comparison in a way. Um, to like, honestly, like random people or like influencers across the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, I work with a lot of influencers and I work with a lot of their negotiations and I see Mm -hmm. the dollars that they're getting paid for like certain campaigns. It's insane sometimes. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that is really far away. Like, I'm like, and I know like working with like specific clients, I'm like, this took them like 10 years to, to make, you know? So I just feel like I see it as maybe not 10 years, maybe like three or four years or people randomly pop off, you know? So I just kind of see it as like so far away because I'm like not, I don't know. 
you're working with what you know at this point, which if you haven't questioned the belief, right? sometimes it takes a minute to be like, wait, okay, where is this really coming from? To kind of like activate that self-awareness. But okay, you gave me a lot. So you said, basically it's every time you see somebody else that's making more money, you see it and the thing that comes to mind is like, okay, you start to compare. What do I need to do to qualify or be, like be able to be making that amount of money? So it's like, it's, it becomes like a comparison game. Yes, totally. Okay. It really does. Yeah. So here's the thing. When you are looking at everybody else's accomplishments and comparing and telling yourself, what am I missing? That means that you're putting it on the pedestal though. That's what you're doing is you're making it feel like it's really far away because there's something that you are missing or something that you are faulty in. And that is as part of your self-concept is working against you, right? Because you feel like you are not deserving of making that amount of money because you're not doing what X, Y, and Z is doing, then you're like, you're pushing yourself backwards. So the thing that you have to remember is number one, infinite potential. There's infinite potential for anybody to have exactly what they want and they don't even have to know exactly how they're going to get there and they don't have to really necessarily qualify for it. If you have the desire for it, you're literally supposed to have it. I love when you say that. It gives me so much comfort. I'm like, I love it. And that's, I mean, I I want everybody to feel that way because whenever you want something, that's literally your higher self telling you this is something that you want and there's a way to get you there. So just keep following it. Um, But it's just about going or like undoing any of the blockages or the resistance that you have towards it. Another thing that you want to keep in mind is whenever you see somebody else that has accomplished something that you are wanting to accomplish, rather than allow it to make you feel further away from it, remember that the this is the universe literally showing you that it's possible for somebody else which literally means that it's possible for you it's like it's almost like it's a vibrational frequency thing where it's like you attract circumstances that are kind of in alignment with how you're thinking and feeling so when you start being surrounded by people who are making the dollar amount that you want to be making that's the universe being like you are raising your vibration you are in this you're in the right like direction you are being given a sign that somebody else who has accomplished this who What do influencers really do to be making the amount of money that they do? Like, is it really a significant amount of work? Is it really a significant amount of time and effort and dedication? Or is it literally like very simple, like campaigns and like like video content creation stuff, right? So if it's possible for somebody else to be doing all of these things, there's no set list of criteria that they really had to, to satisfy. It's possible for you as well. You just have to kind of remove the conditions that you've created around making that amount of money. Because again, if you have the desire for it, you have to just be open to the fact that it can and will happen and kind of let it work itself out. But when you keep holding yourself to a standard and being like, okay, well, do I need to be more organized? Do I wanna be more efficient? Do I need to be more X, Y, and Z? You're making yourself feel like you have to jump through certain hoops to get there. Whereas universe already has a whole ass plan. Like literally the whole plan is already there and it's waiting to like put it in your face. But you're just like, wait, okay, no, I don't want to look at that yet because I need to ask myself, like, what do I need to get ready with or what do I need to change about myself? Like, you are already qualified. The fact that you want it makes you qualified. Like, if you were to just sit in your, like, feminine energy, which is, I don't chase, I attract, and you let it come to you, things would start to come in left and right. So you want to keep that in mind is, like, when you are thinking about 300K a year, think about what thoughts come up and start challenging them and being like, wait, no. Somebody else is making this amount of money. I see other people doing it. I see it on my TikTok for you page, people talking about it, whatever. It's like, that's the universe being like, you are in this vibration. You need to just keep it up. 
Okay, I do love that. That's crazy. Just like the flip in, like perspective. That it's a reframe, it's just, just simple reframe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I feel like weirdly enough, like I do have these goals, and like I'll write them out, but then I like it just can't ever look at them again. Like I'm like oh, no, like why? I just because because it feels like so far. Mm-hmm. So like I'll have them on a paper, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't worry about that right now. Like that's so far away. Like mm-hmm. I can't even like think of how the universe would put that together, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like I do like, I'm like, okay, I have these goals, but then like, I literally like almost block them out of my brain because I'm like, I, I just need to focus about on getting three TikToks up today, you know? Okay. So like, so weirdly like, enough, like, I feel like I, I almost push it away. Because it's uncomfortable to look at a goal that you feel like is so far. It's like, you don't want to be reminded of that Yes, like I think it's like uncomfortable. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. I have another question for you because you said something interesting. You said, well, I don't even know how the universe would make that happen. So I don't even want to look at it. So tell me what goes through your mind with in terms of that piece of like wondering um, how it's going to happen or feeling like you need to know how it's going to happen. Gosh, you ask such good questions really make you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's so funny because like looking back at my life, I'm like, whoa, it's crazy to think about like where I am today. Like it's really like totally 360 of like what I ever would have thought. Uh-huh. Um, and so then when I like think of like that person who's further than me and making that much money and I like can't look at it sometimes because like I feel like I'm just like maybe – I guess this is what's coming to my brain. Like, I feel like I'm not in the right place. Maybe at the right time or like the right place to like achieve that type of thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, is moving to LA going to be the right spot? Will the universe put that opportunity there? You know, like, I feel like I really question like my every move weirdly. Okay. And I almost feel like a separate person from that person who has that. So I feel like I, I pushed away because like I'll work on like a goal or like a small little habit you know, something. And then like, maybe I like falter one day, a couple of days. And then I'm like, okay, I just like, I can't even look at that anymore. Like I'm just not that person right now, you know? And then I, I just like cut it off. The first thing I want to talk about is you said, I am not that person. I can't do that. So what you're doing is you're creating like distance or a gap. I am here. This is my present like person this is who I am right now right but the version of me that I would have to be to accomplish x y and z is too far into the future like that is so far from where I'm at right now I can't even think about it yeah yeah literally that and I think I already know with you saying that back to me I'm like yeah but (laughs) let's hear it I mean, and you, like, you don't, you, like, these are habits, right? Like, you don't really, you're not used to questioning yes. them. You're not used to, like, asking yourself, does this really make sense? So this is kind of where that happens. When you're thinking as your most successful self as being very far away from you, you're not going to be acting, thinking, or behaving in alignment with that version of you. So this is what I teach in my coaching program. It's like, you have to think about who is, I'm going to call her Sabrina 2.0. This is the you yeah. 2.0, the future version of you that you are thinking is the most successful version that's far away. Get very clear on what she looks like, what she, how she does, you know, how she behaves, what are her priorities, what are her habits, what is she right. good at, right? If you get very clear on that, after that, you want to start bringing that future Sabrina 2.0 into right here and right now. Like, what if I told you you could be Sabrina 2.0 right here and right now and you don't have to wait for something to prepare you for it? I, I literally, like, how, I don't know how to do that. And so... When you say don't know how to do that, what do you mean? Like you're like, you don't know how to make it feel natural or you don't know how to approach it or what? Yeah, like maybe it just doesn't seem possible. I'm like, how could you like, you know, like bring her right here? 
So here's the cool thing is that if she exists, if you can make Sabrina 2.0 exist in your imagination, you can make her exist in real life. You just have to act like it. And so part of what I teach also with the coaching program is how to do role play. If you treat it like this is a role of somebody else that I'm pretending to embody right now, just until it feels real, that's your foot in the door. That's how you actually start getting there is you're not telling yourself, I am current Sabrina and I'm trying to be a different version of Sabrina while I'm the current Sabrina 1.0 right? Your current self is Sabrina 1.0. Your future self is Sabrina 2.0. But if you're coming from a place of I'm Sabrina 1.0 trying to act like Sabrina 2.0, that's where you get a lot of the resistance because you're like, well, I'm not there yet. That's not who I am right now. These aren't my habits. Versus if you look at it as, you know what, I'm just going to pretend that I'm this version of Sabrina. Like it's literally a movie and I'm acting, I'm playing a role, right? It becomes a fun game. It's like, no, there doesn't, it's a game of pretend. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's like an adult being like telling a kid who's like playing like, you know, um, like playing a, a fun game of pretend being like, you need to snap back into reality. Like, what are you even doing? Like, shut the up. It's literally a game of pretend. Like, let me do my thing. That's how you kind of get your brain out of that mode and into the mode of, no, I can be Sabrina 2.0 literally right here and right now. Like, ask yourself, if you were that yeah. version of Sabrina right now, what would you be doing? How would you be acting right now? Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, I set up straighter. <laughs> right? Your but, body language yeah, would shift. Like, what else? Yeah, my body language would shift. I feel like I would um, have more of like an organized morning. I t- I've told you previously, like I really struggle with like thinking I'm really organized, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gotten this far. Um, but I feel like I would like be like clockwork, like 7 a.m. this, 7.30 this, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. this okay. type of thing. And... Just because that's, like, structure is, like, really helpful for me. Like, I played sports all growing up. Okay. And so having, like, really strict routine and structure, like, I felt like was when I'm healthiest. Okay. Um, And so I feel like she would definitely be like that. Kind of, like, a little psycho with her time management. Okay. <laughs> Not all the time. But, um. Okay. I feel like she would also just, like, I feel like I really struggle with, like, imposter syndrome. Okay. Like, I know that I'm really good at my job, and I have, like, proven influencers with, like, you know, numbers and things like that. But there is, like, mm-hmm. a really big part of me that's, like, really questions, like, who I am, what am I doing? Um, and I feel like that's what I struggle with now. But I know that, like, the Sabrina 2.0, now, as we're calling her, would just, like, know for factually, like, I'm the boss. Like, this is what I do. This will help, you know, like kind of just like no questions asked. Like I know I'm good at what I do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have those days randomly, but then I do have like the big days of like negativity, like, oh my gosh, like that idea didn't work. Like it all crumbles and I, it all crumbles. And then I'm like, can I even run a business? You know, like it's down Uh, to like the very little things. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, like I should have never started, you know, (laughs) like it's a very crazy, like back and forth. Yeah. And like, I feel like it's like really high, really like honestly low. Like I really struggle with that okay. full <laughs> transparency. Okay. So a couple things I want to talk about from what you just said. Number one is you said that you feel like Sabrina 2.0 would be very, very organized, but you struggle a lot right now with organization. And you yes. said that organization helps, has always helped you. Like that structure has really always helped you. Right. Um, do you feel like there's any part of you that wants to be more organized simply because you associate confidence, power, and efficiency with being organized? Yeah, totally. Okay. Okay, And specifically, what do you mean by organized? Do you mean sticking to one thing at a time or do you mean getting things done in a timely fashion? Like what, what do you mean by organized? Um, I think, 
getting things done in like a timely fashion. Um, I think just like organizing my time to like, know that like, okay, like I have an hour in the day that I'm going to move my body. Mm-hmm. And so I want to like, however I do plan my days, I want to make sure I like, I'm just always going to plan that in. Um, and then one hour a day to like send trends to clients and like make sure mm-hmm. that I do that. Like, I feel like a lot of the times, like I get the job done, but it's like 7 PM at dinner and I'm like, okay. oh shoot, like I need to, you know, okay. like I pushed that off today because I kept filming TikToks. Like I kind of like am disorganized in that way. Like I'll choose other tasks over like the minute ones that like are really simple. Okay. I'm going to tell you something right now that's literally going to blow your mind because I struggled with the same thing as a manifesting generator with emotional intuition for the longest time as a business owner, especially. Um, So here's the thing that you need to understand. This is why human design is literally essential is because it gives you insight as to why you are the way that you are and how you can see it as a superpower instead of a limitation. So this is the reframe, right? Okay. You are thinking that success looks a certain way when it comes to your behaviors and your your habits, right? You're thinking that in order to be the the most successful put together business owner, the paradigm that you have in your head for that right now, you have to be getting things done um, at a very certain time. You have to be getting things done in a very certain way, right? You have to be able to like manage your time in a way where you're getting everything done in a very predictable time frame. Yeah. But the thing that is so distinctive for manifesting generators is that your energy comes in creative spurt, like spontaneous little spurts of energy. It's not like it's, it's not something that is really predictable. And a big, big part of the manifesting generator journey is learning how to be okay with being nonlinear, with being not okay. like how everybody else kind of does things. So, and the thing for you is that, so your human design will also tell you how to take what's called aligned action. And aligned action means you're doing things, you're doing tasks, you're doing things every day that are coming from a pr- place of alignment, intuition, inspiration. They feel right, right. Right. When you take those aligned action steps while you're in alignment, the energy that you are putting into that task is going to help you bridge the gap and get to where you want to go. It's going to be very efficient, right? Right. Versus when you're coming from a place of logic or coming from a place of obligation of like, oh, okay, I need to get this done. Not because I want to or because I feel pulled to it, but because I feel like I have to get it done, right? It's kind of like pulling teeth. When you take action from that state of being consistently, you get stuck in a rut because it's not aligned. It's coming from a place of what you think you need to do or what you're expecting you need to do, not from your intuitive place of knowing. Because do you know how your intuition works? Now, when we're living in the 3D right here and right now, right, we only have access to the present moment. We don't have a crystal ball. We can't see into the future. We can't even go back to the past. Right. We're just remembering it. Right. We only have access to the right here and right now versus your 5D self or the part of your consciousness that's in the 5D. That version of you, time doesn't exist up there. So it's it can actually see your entire life trajectory, your entire life path from a bird's eye view. And it can see exactly what steps you need to take to get to X outcome right? That fifth dimensional self, that fifth dimensional Sabrina is constantly trying to communicate with 3D Sabrina and tell her, this is something that you need to do to help you bridge the gap. This is why you get intuitive urges. This is why you feel inclined to do certain things. Have you ever had that thing where it's like, you know, you said, oh, it'll be at 7 p.m., but it's like you have this creative idea or you have the energy to do something at like an ungodly hour that makes no sense when it comes to the typical yeah. work, five work day, right? Mm-hmm. Intuition. That's literally your intuitive self being like, go do this because this is something that's going to help you bridge the gap. And then you get flooded with all this energy, right? Yeah, you're so right. Because I mean, I do feel like I'll randomly have like these weird inspirations. And I'm like, I know that wasn't me. Like I'm like, 
it's your whatever that was was yeah like I'm like I don't know how I thought of that but I know I'm like something put that like literally in my brain Mm -hmm. and if I act on those like I really do like you're right like I feel like alignment like you say Mm -hmm. um but then there's like sometimes where like I don't end up doing them and then I watch somebody else do them and I'm like oh my gosh like that is crazy like why didn't I hop on that And it's so funny that you say that because that's actually a thing. Creative ideas that you don't act on get passed to somebody else on a consciousness level. Yeah, like Michael Jackson was known. He woke up at three in the morning one time with the idea to create, I think it was uh, Billie Jean was the song. I don't remember. It was it was one of his like biggest hits. He woke up at 3 a.m. He's like, oh my God, he, he hit up his producer. He was like, we need to do this right now. And his producer was like, can this not wait till the morning? He's like, no, because by the morning time, Prince will have already recorded it. And Prince was his biggest competitor oh in the creative gosh. industry, right? So it's like the creative idea would have jumped from him to Prince. And if Prince had acted on it sooner, Prince wow. would have gotten the, re- right? So it's like, this is the thing, your creative, and this is the thing of being a manifesting generator, your creativity, your best ideas are a one-time hit. And if you don't take action right then and there, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss the inspiration. You're going to miss the magic. You won't be able to manifest on that idea. Don't worry about nine to five. Don't worry about set routine or set, set structure. Your energy system does not function that way. You have weird hours that you like to work and that's okay. That's That's what actually makes you magical. That's what will help you to manifest your, your, your biggest stuff, right? Not by thinking about, I need to be more organized. It's by thinking about how can I get myself into alignment with what I'm doing every day? So if you don't feel like doing X today, there's a reason you don't feel like doing X today. It's because your creative energy is meant to be focused on something else and that's okay. You'll get to the other thing when you feel inspired to do it. That just gave me like so much like weird comfort slash like, okay, it's fine if I'm messy and everywhere, you know? Yeah, that's just your creative process. I don't have to be a psycho-organized person. No. I just truly like align that with success. That's the thing. And that's what I was telling you at the beginning. You are holding yourself to this standard, but you are trying to fit your square peg into a round hole. It's not like, it's just not how you function. So if you kept up that paradigm, you would always feel like you were falling short. You would always feel like you are not enough, like you are missing something, and then you wouldn't be able to take any inspired action. But now it's like everybody else's schedule, what everybody else does, what, what is your magic and how can you just live in that, you know? Like the thing with manifesting generators that I always have to tell them, like my clients that I work one-on-one with that have the same ma- that same energy type, I always end up having to have this conversation with them of stop putting yourself into a box uh, that is not <laughs> for you. You are the box, babe. You are the niche. Stop looking at what everybody <laughs> else is doing. <laughs> <laughs> need this, need this. Honestly, like this is just something everybody needs to hear at some point. Like you are, you make up the rules. Like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience before. This is also distinctly manifesting generator, but have you ever thought about what you wanted to do as your career? And it's like, you can't find the perfect label for it because it's just so niche. It's just too yes. specific. I genuinely don't know what to call myself. Yes. Okay. There's or my future self, what it is, whatever it is. I'm just like content specialist, social media expert. Like, I'm like, I really don't know. And, yeah. And you don't even have to, but here's the thing. I also struggled with the same thing of like, okay, alignment coach, manifestation coach, like what is really the time? But the thing is you have to create your own label because you as a manifesting generator, your entire mission is to change things up, like create your own unique approach to something and and turn it into a niche, turn it into a box or a label, right? Like I have a client I was working with who's a manifesting generator and she really wanted to help people desi- like um, 
kind of like a travel agent where they create the perfect itinerary for something. Okay, fine. The title of travel agent was not resonating with her. She's like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like I want to do. So I was like, okay, let's come up with something that resonates for your specific niche, who you are as a person, right? That blends your passions and interests and hobbies. And we came up with travel designer. Oh my gosh. She was it. She wanted to be a travel designer. That's what we called it. And it's like that for her was like, bam, that was it for me. That's what I want to do. Yeah, that's so crazy too, because like, I feel like I'm not a social media manager. I'm like, that's not no, necessarily what I do. What you do. I'm not, I'm also not necessarily a coach. Like, but like, I guess I do some, like, I don't know. And then I'm also making content creation, like kind of just like on my side, like for my own thing, like get more clients. Like, I'm like, I genuinely don't know, like what I do. And I feel like that's where like my like weird imposter syndrome comes in is because I'm like, what am I even doing? Like, I, I don't even know, like, I don't know how whatever this is got me this far, but like, whatever this is, I don't know what to like name it has. So like, I'm going to run with it. Like, okay. I'll tell you what it is. You feel imposter syndrome because you are trying to fit into a role that does not fit you. So rather than fit into a role that doesn't fit you, why don't you create the role and because it's so uniquely you and you were the one who came up with it, there's no imposter syndrome, babe. I coined this shit. I literally invented it. You can't tell me. So, and that's also what helped me step into my power as an alignment coach, because I also have a really like, you know, the way that I teach things and the things that I talk about and the way that I set things up, like I've never seen anybody else do it. Like to me, that's unique to me. So it's like, yeah. I call myself an alignment coach. And now because I have come up with what it means to be an alignment coach for myself, there is no such thing as imposter syndrome. I am the niche. You are coming into my territory and I'll tell you what I do because I came up with this whole term and the entire role that I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, I love that actually. So what is it for you? Oh my gosh, I didn't even know what it is for me. Um, It'll hit But you. I will figure that out. Yeah, I'm like, it, it out. will hit me. And I'm just like excited to like not feel this weird imposter syndrome and like compare myself because I feel like I see these influencers who do similar things, but not exactly what I do because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're making X amount of money. They're probably doing this. They're probably doing that. Probably. That's, That's your what... own fears that you are, pro- and like expectations that you are projecting onto other people. Did they ever tell you that that's what they're doing? Yeah, no, literally no. no. Like, I'm like, I don't know what it's they're all doing. all in your brain. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I'm yes. unwell in the head. And see, like, it's really sometimes it's just a simple reframe. And then also going back to something that you said earlier, you said that you feel like you struggle a lot with your decision making. Like you feel like, oh, should I go to LA? Is that the right move for my career? Should I do this? Should I do that? Like, do you, so you tend to get stuck a lot on what is the next best action to keep me in alignment, right? Yes. Okay. So that's where your intuition is going to come into play. Now, emotional intuition, in my opinion, is kind of one of the hardest to navigate because we, and I'm also emotional intuition, we don't get the luxury of knowing immediately or having that gut feeling in the moment right then and there that, oh my God, this is this is the thing. The thing with emotional intuition is you will have the clarity on what's the right step after you have experienced all of the emotional fluctuations of it. So emotional intuition means that you are somebody that experiences a very wide range of emotions in response to what's going on around you and like ideas and things like that. So you need to give yourself the chance to experience all of the emotions of it. And then once you've experienced all the emotions of it, you can kind of come back and and check in with yourself and the right answer will feel emotionally, it will feel good. It'll feel right. But only after you've given the dust time to settle. So it's like, for example, with the whole, because I also want to move to California, right? When I went to California last year, I went to LA, I was like, 
Oh, oh my God. Everyone shut the hell up. This is literally it. This is literally it. Like I was so excited. I was so obsessed. It was like that initial like sparkle of it was just really there. Yes, they totally did that. Yes. Yes. And so if I had decided right then and there from that moment that I was going to move to LA, I wouldn't, it, there wouldn't have been a way to know for sure if that was the right move. It would have been too premature. So what I needed to do, right. give myself some time to really sit with it, let the dust settle and then revisit and ask yourself, okay, does this still feel right? Or does it not feel right? And once you have that sense of clarity, it will, it'll hit you like a bus. Like you'll be like, okay, no, I know this is it for me now. Um, so, okay. Love that. Because even I feel like when I'm like super stoked and excited on something, like I feel like I do have to take a step back and be like, okay, let that, let that emotion settle. I'm like, what actually do you need? Because there was actually, um, I do wedding content creation as well. Sorry, just one random thing. Um, yeah. And I'm like so stoked. I'm going to take some really amazing places this year with it. But there was one wedding last year, um, around Thanksgiving that was in Mexico and I immediately hopped on the, like, immediately hopped on the opportunity because I was like, this is insane. Like, I'm so excited. I'm going to Mexico for what, you know, like it was crazy to me. And like, I just immediately like took the opportunity. And then like a week later, I actually like, I backed out because I was like, this doesn't feel right. But then I remember feeling so wrong for like changing my decision on that. Like, I'm like, why did I feel this way? Like, why did I feel so strongly? And then like, why did I not, why did I like eventually like a week later be like, okay, actually that's not like what I should take. You waited for the dust to settle and then the right answer yeah. actually came through. And that's why impulsiveness is the Achilles heel for an emotional intuition. Don't, yeah. like, even though it might feel so good in the moment, you have to be like, mm, okay, wait. Like, it kind of reminds me, so I was like, medicated. feeling so good? <laughs> yes. It kind of reminds me, have you ever been medicated for your ADHD? Like, have you ever taken, like, Concerta or, like, Adderall or anything like that? Yeah, I have Adderall. When I would be on my medication, I would be so excited and so, like, and then I would like, I would agree to things in the in that moment that like once it settled down and I was like off my meds, it would be like I actually don't want to do that. Yeah, you're like what? <laughs> I've done it before. By the way, I think your podcast is like literally one of the best. Like I've learned so much. I'm oh just like, the value in it. Like I, I it reminds love it. Me, like the skinny confidential. I need to listen to more podcasts because I don't really like. I'm not really connected with that stuff. But oh my god, that makes me yeah, so no. happy. Yeah, Just like that. it's very like it's. I can tell it's like a podcast. I would get like hooked. Like I'm like yeah. Like, uh, I'm totally listening to that. That makes sense. So happy. I love yeah, that. Yeah, by the way, throwing that over there. Amazing. Thank you for that. It's always because I don't really listen to podcasts like that. Like I just don't have the attention span. So I don't really like. It's it's always good feedback to hear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to say, I'm like, this is going to pop off. Yeah. So let's also talk about something that you were mentioning with the um, highs and lows. Like you, sometimes you're really good, but then you have these like low days or like one bad thing will happen and then you're like completely thrown off. Yes. Like I do feel like I, I have like these days where it's weirdly like, like I wouldn't like, I hate the word crippling. Cause like, I know I could do something, but like, it is like this weird, like crippling feeling of like, okay, I didn't check this off yet. And like, now there's so much to do. And like, I have like all these like little tasks that I have to check off in like a day. And I'm like, and then I just get nothing done because I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing actually. Like, this is crazy. Like, I, I can't believe I started a business. You know, like I just like start questioning, like literally like what I started two years ago now. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe. And like, it, it does make me like really mentally like sad. Like I get like really emotional. Like I'm like, 
what am I doing? Like, I'm such a pity partier. <laughs> but like, I just get so sad. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I really don't know if I know what I'm doing. Like, this is crazy. Like, and then that actually like prevents me from even doing more. And so, yeah, I feel like, the, but then like, I have, like, I have these other days where I'm like throwing down content. I'm you know, talking to all my clients. Everybody's happy. Like, well, well, I'm happy. Everyone, like everything is like in motion. I'm like, this is the best. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be so successful. Like, I'm like, oh my God, you know? So like, I feel like I have like really far away days. Weird enough. Like, and they can be one after the other. That's also part of having emotional intuition is it's like you experience a very large spectrum or like range of emotions and moods and like mindsets with things. Um, But the thing with that is when you start to feel that feeling of like, oh, no, I'm falling back and falling back. It's about having the self-awareness in the moment to recognize what's going on and pull yourself up before you keep going on that spiral and give yourself a reality check of like, let's be so for real right now. Just because I'm having one off day or just because I'm feeling a little overwhelmed with all the little tasks that I need to get done does not invalidate my like position as a business owner it does not make me not successful right it's just about really and I've I struggled with the same things and I still do sometimes of like like I know exactly what you're talking about those little things that are just like oh like you have this you don't want to do it but you know that if you don't do it it's just going to be so annoying but like you (laughs) you stay frozen like you can't do it and so it's really about again like remembering that it's okay, be patient with yourself. And honestly, slowing things down can help. It gets really stressful when you think really quickly and your mind is racing and you have all these thoughts. What if this, I need to get this done. And what about this and what about that, right? But if you can take a few deep breaths and actually really center yourself and just ask yourself, what can I just do right now in this moment? Just in this present moment, what can I do to just take, even if it's a tiny little step. Okay. And also not continuously invalidate yourself in the process of like, oh my God. Like, yeah. like think about your self-talk. It's true. My self-talk on those days are really like scary. Like I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, Sabrina, like why would I like ever question that? Yeah. Myself? Cause then, yeah, you know, I have the good days and I'm like, this is how it should be. Exactly. And so it's, it's, those good days are amazing. Like go as high as you can with those. But it's like, when you have a low day, don't let it derail you completely and don't like let the voice get too loud. It's like you need to learn how okay. to be like, okay, voice, you need to like shut up for a second. It's your conscious, logical mind. You'd be like, let's relax for a second. We don't really need to go there. Everything is still fine. Yeah. Just kind of keep it light for yourself. Don't let yourself keep digging yourself into the hole so that you can keep yourself regulated. Right. And it's not like you keep getting derailed by just temporary moments of, ah, what's going on? I love the advice of giving myself like a BFFR. Like be Literally, so for real right now. Like, so real right now. <laughs> like reality check. <laughs> so yeah, literally, because I feel like I do get into like this alternate reality of like negative. And I'm like, this isn't me. Like this is, you know, like I'm like, I'm really struggling today. And I wish like, I just love that advice. Like I'm just next time going to take an hour and be like, okay, like just write out what's going right. Write out what's going wrong. Like figure it out. Like make a Get list. Get yourself together. Let's help me. It's that simple. Yeah. And just having that time to check yourself. Yeah. Like you said though, don't let yourself like keep falling down that track. Like give yourself a solid reality check. Like be so serious right now. 
Am I really yeah. going to listen to this inner critic? Am I going to listen? Like, silence the voice. Just literally tell it, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is literally just... I need just, to learn how to say that, you know? Yeah, no, and you can even say it out loud. Or if you need to, like, do something, like, where you're, like, shaking your body violently for a second to yeah, literally like, just, like, shake it off. Like, get out. Get out. Literally, yeah. like, to just, like, re-kind of jig up your, yes. your headspace and kind of, like, give it a good shuffle. Be like, no, we are not going there, babe. We are still qualified. Everything is still good. It's fine. I love that. I need to like pretend again. Like, okay, back to the, back to the act. Back to the act. Back to the act. How can I act like Sabrina 2.0 right now and not fall into Sabrina 1.0 patterns and habits? There's also actually another fun thing that we've been doing um, with the pod is we're going to be doing guess your big three or what's your big three. So I want to guess your like, do you know what your big three is? Like, don't tell me if you know, but do you know? I actually don't. (gasps) Oh my God. We need to find your big three. I will. I'm going to calculate it on mine for you, but I'm going to, I want to guess first. I know I won. You know your, okay. I don't know what any of your, any of your stuff is. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a wild guess. So I'm going to say that you have, okay, I think air is probably one of your big three, like an air sign for sure. Um, I would, I would also say earth, air, okay. earth, and fire Okay. as your big three, air, earth, and fire. And just for a, like to give a few signs, I'm going to say one of them is... I wouldn't say Aquarius. I would say Libra for the okay. air sign. For the fire sign, I would say probably Sagittarius. Okay. Maybe. No, actually not Sagittarius. I would say maybe more, uh, what are the, uh, Aries, Sagittarius? Aries, actually, I would say would be the other one. Libra. Okay. Aries. And then I would say Capricorn. Okay. Libra, Aries, and Capricorn, all cardinal signs. Oh my gosh, yeah. Which is interesting. Okay, so let me pull up your chart really quick. I feel like this stuff actually helps me like understand so much more of myself. It and literally I does. Get into it more, but like I just never like, I don't know, never have. So I'm so excited. That's why I've honestly always been like, I need to talk to Nadia. I need to talk to Nadia. Oh my god, like, I love it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I This is why I use astrology with all my clients too. Like it's so useful. Okay. I just pulled up your chart. Okay, so you're an Aquarius sun. And the reason why I wasn't going to guess Aquarius okay. is because you're just I know, too comfortable. I know, you said no for that. I was like... Just because you're too comfortable behind a camera. Like, I feel like a lot of Aquarius women oh, that right. I've noticed just don't really... They don't love being behind like, the camera. Like, hop up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're rising... It did take me a while. It did it? Like, to, like, get comfortable Yeah, I really wasn't comfortable, yeah. That makes sense. Um, you're rising as Sagittarius, so I was right the first time. And then your moon sign is Cancer. What did I oh, say? Oh, okay. The other one I didn't I said. know that. Libra, yeah. I think. Okay, so I was close with the Aquarius. I got the same one on there. I'm fire. Okay, so you are air, fire, and water. I guessed air, fire, and earth. Yeah, that water. Like, I knew I had water in there. Like, I'm like, yeah. I know I'm Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. But that's definitely. funny, though, that you say that because I feel like sometimes I don't align with Aquarius completely. That's because I'm you like, have a lot of other huh, Like, chart. I feel like I don't. Yeah. Okay, that makes so much sense. Wow, that's like so like weirdly comforting to know about myself too. Yes. Oh my god. It's and it's I strongly recommend looking into it because it will give you so much amazing insight. Okay, so we have Sagittarius, Ascendant, 
Aquarius Sun and Cancer Moon. You also do have a few fame degrees in there, which probably explains a little bit of why it's so easy for you to go viral and just have okay. such a big reach, which is so cool. Um, but okay, love it. We have your big three. And then we are also gonna do, uh, like give listeners a Limitless Challenge of the Week. Obviously you've been listening to the pod, so you know that we do Limitless yes. Challenge of the Week. And I have an idea of what I think we should um, have listeners do for this week. So your Limitless Challenge of the Week this week, if you're listening to this, is to give yourself a reality check check when your inner critic starts to be a little loud. We're going to call it have your BFFR moment. Be for f***ing real. Yes. Be so for real right now. Be so for real right now. Do we need to listen to this thought process? Is it really going to help you right now to believe those negative thoughts that are circulating in your headspace? Or can you have a reality check and bring yourself back to where you want to be? I love that. The BFFR moment. Everybody have the BFFR moment. Don't let that inner voice get too loud. Shut it up. Shut up. Shut it up. Shut up. No, (laughs) literally, like, pretend that you are speaking to that part of yourself and be like, babe, like, even if you need to, like, give her a little bit of attitude, like, babe, uh, be so for real right now. What are you saying? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Love that. That is it for this episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget your Limitless Challenge of the week is to be real. Give yourself a reality check. Have a moment. Have a meeting with yourself. Be so for real right now. (laughs) And remember to dream big. And remember that anything that you want, you are supposed to have it. You just have to keep yourself in alignment and then you will be able to manifest that into your reality. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for being a guest on today's episode. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously honored. This was, wow. Learned so much, so valuable, you guys. This is the best podcast. Love it. Plug in you. Yeah. Yes. Oh <laughs> Thank my God. you so much for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you for being a wonderful guest and for opening up about some of your vulnerabilities because I know that could be a little bit hard. Um, so you guys, we will see you next week for next week's episode. Don't forget your limitless challenge of the week and don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast on Apple Musics and Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music, and Spotify and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Have a good week, you guys. We'll check in next time. <laughs>